the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. The Friday edition of The Ride Home. Happy My favorite edition. The Friday edition, home. yes, mm-hmm. indeed. It really is. Yeah, um, today's Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Yes. So, happy birthday. If Abraham Lincoln would be alive today, he'd be really old. <laughs> Really oh, good. that's that's a depth of insight. I'll tell you right Thank now. Thank you so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. A little snow in the forecast as well. Is Cold there? Continues. I wasn't paying attention to the forecast, John. Mm, yeah, I yeah, had too many snow. things to do here. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's good. Like, to be here. Uh, like right. snow of note. Snow of note. I don't know. You know, we've been you know sort of getting an inch here, an inch there, right? And I think that's just going to continue on. That's My father-in-law always called that nuisance snow. Nuisance snow. Right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we feel like Bob Kudzma. <laughs> Bob Kutzman. Remember his little carnation? Yeah. He'd wear on his little lapel. Yeah, or Joe DiNardo is a right. throwback. Partly mm-hmm. cloudy and mild today. Anyway, uh, what? Uh, it's, it's Friday. Um, mm-hmm. What time is it here, Kat? Well, I wondered if it was too early, but I'm glad you oh, no. gave me the opportunity because I'd like to tell all of you. Tell me. Your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. It's five minutes past the four o'clock hour. On this said Friday afternoon, super excited. Seriously, at least in this corner of the world, right here in the spare rooms, all is right mm. and well. Totally Very excited good. about it. So uh, let's get underway, uh, as we always do. Let's kick off the show with uh, the news stories of the day. Probably a, a fairly slow news day, I might imagine, Kath. As you always do, get us underway. The top four at four. There's nothing slow about it. <laughs> That's for Friday, February 12th. Here you go, number one. USA Today reports the number of suicidal children in San Francisco, believe it or not, has hit a record high. Health experts say it is clear that keeping public schools closed is, quote, catalyzing a mental health crisis among school-age children. That's according to a lawsuit the city filed to push its school district to reopen classrooms. San Francisco City Attorney Dennis Herrera announced last week he was taking the dramatic step of suing the city's own school district, which has kept its classrooms closed nearly a year. In the motion filed yesterday in San Francisco Superior Court, Herrera included alarming testimony from hospitals in the San Francisco Bay Area, doctors and parents on the emotional and mental harms of extended distance learning. San Francisco's 52,000 public school students have been out of class since March. Public health officials have allowed city schools to reopen since September, but the district and the teachers union have not been able to finalize a deal on reopening classrooms. Number two, Donald Trump's defense team called Democrats allegations that he incited the Capitol riot, quote, patently absurd and said the former president's exhortations that his supporters fight on his behalf were ordinary political rhetoric. 
in its first and only day of arguments on the Senate floor today. The Wall Street Journal reports that the defense's case, which Trump lawyer David Schoen said may only take three to four hours to present, focuses on the arguments that rioters breached the Capitol for their own reasons and hadn't been directed by Mr. Trump to do so. His lawyers also argued that the former president was exercising his First Amendment rights, not encouraging violence, when he urged his supporters to fight and march to the Capitol in his speech, which preceded the riot. The Senate vote on whether to convict or acquit Trump could come as early as this weekend. All Democrats, plus at least 17 Republicans, would be required for a conviction in the Senate, and only a handful of Republicans so far have indicated they would vote to convict. Number three, John, as you said, today is Abraham Lincoln's birthday, a fitting day for the Wilkinsburg Historical Society to announce that their new statue honoring America's 16th president will stand at the corner of Penn Avenue and Ardmore Boulevard. According to the Trib, the Historical Society has raised $70,000 to build this bronze life-size statue to replace the copper one that was dedicated back in 1916, but has suffered several indignities over the years before being retired. The new statue will temporarily stand inside the Wilkinsburg Borough Building while the final $1,000 is raised and the last tweaks of the refurbishing project are completed. The statue's artist, this is exciting, is world-renowned sculptor Susan Wagner, a Penn Hills native. She is known for the Roberto Clemente statue, the Willie Stargell statue, and the Bill Mazeroski statue, all at PNC Park, as well as the statue of Dr. Thomas Starzl at the University of Pittsburgh. And number four. Nine-time Pro Bowl center Marquise Pouncey announced his retirement from the Steelers today. Marquise and his twin brother Mike made their joint announcement via their longtime Steeler teammate and friend Ramon Foster on his Twitter page. Marquise later weighed in on his Instagram, and I read it, and this is what he said. Quote, as I write this farewell speech, I cry and I laugh. The twin boys from Lakeland, Florida that grew up in poverty made it this far in life both living out NFL dreams. He went on, quote, I can honestly say that the faith and the work ethic that our parents, Lisa and Robert Webster, instilled in their kids made the difference. We love you, mom and dad. For the next generation, he said, dreams do come true, but it takes a lot of sacrifice, dedication, education, and hard work. No one's going to hand you anything. So save your money and always remain humble. Steeler Nation, thank you for all the support and amazing energy. And that is your top four. That is so cool. Save your money and stay humble. How about that? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Can imagine, imagine making the announcement that you're retiring alongside your twin brother. Isn't that what great? What are the odds of that? I know. That is super I just cool. love it. It's they they really have lived a dream in a they lot sure of ways. They sure have, man. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations to, to Maurice and Tim Pouncey for uh, their excellent careers in the NFL. All right. Uh, that certainly uh, sets the tone for a Friday show. Uh, what do you say? We take a quick break, come back. We're going to talk about um, famous spiritual Negroes, uh, the songs, the spiritual songs, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, Sometimes I Feel Like a mother chi- Motherless Child. That's next, The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM. 101.5 WORD. It's family devotion time at the Washingtons. I don't want to rush you, but we're having family devotions when we're done eating. Meantime, Eugene opens a new service organization that may put him out of service. He wants me to cuddle swine? 
hold them during their baths. Ah. But you better call Mrs. Randolph first. Huh? She needs a ride to the pharmacy. Eugene and the Washingtons discover something about the business of busyness on the next Adventures in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. And now you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call one 800 391 You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. The day you've been dreaming of all your life should be one you never forget. Bistro to Go Catering creates unique and dazzling wedding celebrations customized to your individual taste. Journey with Bistro Chef through exquisite sample menus incorporating only the freshest and most delicious ingredients. Your Bistro Wedding Consultant will seamlessly coordinate your vision with your budget to create your signature day. An enchanting celebration you and your guests will remember forever. Your journey begins at bistroandcompany.com. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. We have been, uh, as the month goes on, highlighting Black History Month. And our next guest, Dr. Richard Mao, who joins us from Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California, has raised the idea of what can white Christians learn spiritually and theologically from the black Christian experience, specifically Negro spirituals. And, and my guess is you think, well, I don't know Negro spirituals. Well, they, they become part of the American fabric of life. I mean, swing low, sweet chariot. I, I think most people could sing a verse of that. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child, that as well. There's many of them that have made their way into the fabric of who we are as a nation. And uh, Richard, Dr. Mao, welcome back to the show. We look forward to this conversation. Hey, great to be with you. Yeah. Yeah, Richard, um, good to hear from you. Okay, so yeah. tell us tell us about, you know, we're three white people talking about Black History Month. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, talk to us about how you see it and why you thought of spirituals. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's an appropriate thing for three white people to talk yeah. about because, for sure. you know, very often we uh, 
you know, we, we thought about what can we do for them or, you know, what can we teach them? Uh, but uh, what can we learn from them? And uh, I think the spirituals are just a marvelous spiritual and theological resource. The, the great and late uh, black theologian James Cone uh, wrote a lot of books on black theology, but and many of us think that his his most interesting book was called The Spirituals and the Blues. And in there he pointed out that, uh, you know, the black slaves were often not allowed to read. Uh, slave owners did not want them reading the Bible on their own, for example, uh, partly because there's stuff in there about slave owners. <laughs> but um, the he argues that that the the theology of the black slave community was expressed in the songs that they sang. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that's a rich resource. That, and and I, I'm impressed, you know, he talks the spirituals and the blues, and, and I'm impressed by the fact that those spirituals often had a very strong element of lament. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we white Christians aren't very good at that. You know, we evangelical types, we, we talk a lot about Christ suffered on my behalf. He suffered so that I don't have to suffer for my sins. And, and that's wonderful. That's true. But, you know, in the black slave spirituals, uh, there was a very strong emphasis on the fact that that Jesus did not just suffer on my behalf, but he suffered like I, the way I suffer, you know? Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows but Jesus, you know? Jesus walked this lonesome valley. He had to walk it by himself, you know? And the lonesome valley was very much a part of uh, slave life when a family would be broken up when the slave owner sold the husband off or the wife off or even the children, you know, separating families. And that sense of lament, of a willingness to, to, to express grief and sorrow and even anger over the way things are. We get that in the Psalms all the time, you know. What are you doing, Lord? How come I haven't heard from you lately? You've been sleeping? You know, I keep asking you, and you don't do anything about it. I mean, the psalmist gives us permission to do that. And the black slave spirituals have that sense of not just that Jesus did something that we could not do for ourselves, but he, he did the stuff that we do experience ourselves. And, of course, that's the epistle to the Hebrews, that he suffered in every way that we've suffered, that he was tempted in every way that we've tempted, we're tempted. So I love that and element. He's not ashamed. He's not ashamed to call us brothers. That's right. Because we're members exactly. of the same family. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so they're our teachers. On, uh, they are our teachers on issues of this sort. I, think. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a miracle considering the treatment of slaves as they came over that any black slave would uh, become a Christian. You yeah. think that um, the despair and the, the lament, the, the anger, all the all that, all the mistreatment uh, for many people, all those decades of their long and miserable lives or short and miserable lives, that yeah. they found peace in Jesus at all. I mean, that speaks to the testament of the gospel. So yeah. Richard, uh, if, if black slaves were prohibited from probably, you know, most people couldn't even read, but from having a copy of the Bible, the roots of these songs, though, as you're saying, came from the Psalms or from passages within the Bible. 
do, do you know the, the roots of that, of, of how those tunes themselves were crafted and then brought to life and then, of course, passed down from one family, one generation to the other? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a complex history. But there's one interesting thing, that there were Scottish Presbyterian missionaries who came and got permission to evangelize slaves on plantations in the South. And these was a, a strand of Scottish Presbyterianism that fought the slave trade. But they accompanied those kinds of efforts with a real love for the black slave community. And these were psalm singers. <laughs> you know, so they would they would come and teach people about Jesus, but they would also uh they, they would they would also teach them the Psalms. And of course, you know, the Scottish Geneva Psalter Psalms can be very um staid and you know, right. whole note. And so many times the black slaves would make those psalms their own by sound a lot better. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I once read a, a, a thing about a black Presbyterian, I mean, a, a, a Scottish Presbyterian missionary who said, I'm sitting here in my room at this plantation, and I can hear the slaves around the fire having worked all day, just lifting up their own their own voices of praise to God using the psalms that we have taught them, you know. Yeah, there's another interesting thing about literacy, though, and, and this comes out in a, a wonderful book by a, a black historian. Um, the, the black slaves often bribed, when they worked for families, they bribed the white kids to teach them how to read. Mm. And there was this wonderful story, one of my favorite stories, of a young black slave in her 20s who, who had the white kids teach her just one word, and that is the name Jesus, how to recognize that name. And she got a Bible from them, and she would go out into the woods, and she would open the Bible and just keep turning pages until she saw that name. And then she would just say it out loud, Jesus, you know. And there's something wonderful about that, because in a sense, she understands what the Bible's really all about. It points yes. us to Jesus, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Richard Mao is with us. Richard Mao is the professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary, Pasadena, California, where he served as president for 20 years. He's written a whole bunch of books, including his newest one, which is Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Yeah, that story, Richard, that, you know, that's a really beautiful, humbling story. And, you know, every time I think of the, you know, the Christianity of um, American slave owners, I I don't know. It fills me with a sense of, I don't know, fear is the word or just shocking humility that, that we can be, we can profess Christ, but we can be so wrong in our theology. We can be so profoundly wrong. Um, And I mean, I, I don't know what the question is I'm asking, but how, how do you deal with that? How do you, you know, we can look at that in hindsight and see how could you read the scriptures that way? Um, And then I think, am I doing that now? You know, where, in what ways am I blind? How how do you think through that? Yeah, well, it's a big challenge. And I've actually been involved in some discussions recently about how do we respond to this horrible phenomenon of white Christian nationalism, where the white thing is very important, you know, that uh, the superiority, but white supremacy, and that we can't mix our... Our, our, our churches or our, our blood, you know, with people of other races. 
And, you know, the, the marvelous thing is the book of Revelation, the fifth chapter, it's just a wonderful counter word to that, you know, that uh, you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed men and women for God from every tribe and tongue and people and nation, you know. That the blood that defines us is the blood of Jesus Christ. Not my white blood or black blood or Asian blood or, you know. And, and you know, that's not an angry, prophetic thing. It's just a wonderful spiritual truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to be, uh, I mean, th- there are some horrible racists out there, and we need to denounce racism. Uh, but I think there are people who just need to be, be schooled in what the blood of Jesus is all about, you know, mm-hmm. and what our identity is. That uh, I'm an American. I'm 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 proud to be an American. I love my country. I'm critical of it, but I love it. But being an American doesn't doesn't uh, define who I am. You know, uh, what defines who I am is the the kingdom of Jesus Christ, where I'm fellow citizens from people of every nation and every tribe. Who've come to know Jesus? I mean, that's so true. Especially if you call yourself a believer, it is Jesus Christ first in all things through the lens of our lives in this short amount of time we have here on Earth. Yeah. Everything else is secondary, is it not? Yeah. And you know the way. I mean, there. Ide- you know, we can talk about political ideologies and strategies and the like, but I, I just wish that. More Christians of different races, for example, would just share with each other about about what Christ means to them. Uh, we need to hear the stories. Uh, a couple wrote to me recently and said, you know, we were caught up in, in some of this segregated stuff. and But we have a black friend who's a wonderful Christian, and we just assumed that he would agree with us on a lot of our more conservative ideas on this. And one night he just sat down weeping and just told them, told us how he's been discriminated against in so many ways, just walking in a neighborhood, you know, or going into a restaurant. And we we need to learn more about this, this couple said. I was so pleased about that, you know, and we need to find ways in which the church can teach them more about that. But a lot of it is the stories that we need to hear. To learn how to walk a mile in my shoes, right? That's right. I mean, you know, to see the filter of our existence. Well, you know, we know how comfortable we are or how difficult we are, but uh, we rarely can break down those barriers and look at each other through compassion and empathy and through fresh eyes. Uh, In the difficult area that we are living in, perhaps there is some new hope for that, Richard. Hey, Richard, um, take a moment here uh, before you join us. And uh, you're joining us uh, from Pasadena, California. And I think the last month we talked, you were excited because you thought, you know, we were close to having a vaccine for you and your wife, Phyllis. And apparently uh, you've scored a touchdown here. You've got the vaccine and you're on the upswing. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we don't have the second one yet. But, you know, all the word about it is is pretty good right now. And uh, it isn't. I mean, it, it's it's people like us who are you know seventy nine, eighty plus. Uh, we, we're we're privileged at this point to uh, to be old, 
because it puts us in a category where we can get there. But uh, Phyllis and I went to, uh, I had gotten my, my doctor's office called and said, if you can be here in the next 45 minutes, we'll give you the vaccine. And then a couple of days later, uh, we arranged for her to go to uh, the parking lot at Dodger Stadium. And, uh, you know, thousands of cars, but it was all very orderly. And when they actually pulled Great. off where, where they were giving the shots, the people, the people who were working there are, were just wonderful. And uh, I'm so grateful for people in the medical profession, uh, including just folks who, who bring the needles to the folks who, who are uh, applying them to people's arms. And like, uh, we, we're, we're realizing some wonderful things about our fellow human beings right now. That's Dr. Richard Mao. Richard, we love you so much. Always so terrific to talk to you each month. Tell your wife we said hi. Our best wishes from Pittsburgh. Yeah, we'll do that. Thank you. And uh, mm-hmm. blessings to both of you. Always good. Yeah. Well, thanks to you. Bye bye. As well. We'll take a break, As- come back. Well, we got more ahead. We're just getting underway for the Friday show. Our weekly feature, This or That. It's up next. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year. With no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. It's the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for a queen price from brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 during the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Word FM and Trinity Jewelers celebrate wedding stories now through February 12th. We want to hear yours. Click the Wedding Stories banner at wordfm.com to share a funny, moving, or inspirational story of your own for a chance at great prizes. You could win dinner on us or one of our grand prizes, including a diamond necklace valued over $1,000, a $350 overnight stay at Buell Mansion, or a $250 photo storage 
Media Conversion Package. Sponsored in part by Joe Ford, your financial advisor with Edward Jones, and by Salem Media Group. Enter at wordfm.com slash contest. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 22. Cloudy tomorrow with a bit of snow in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. We'll see a high of 30. Tomorrow night, snow at times in the evening, accumulating a coating to an inch. Otherwise cloudy, untreated surfaces will be slippery below 23. Sunday, mainly cloudy skies and cold. Sunday will reach a high of 30. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. Every Friday afternoon at this time, Kath and I delve into 10, 10, this or that. It doesn't mean anything. We just come up with something to choose from, one or the other. Kath, you want to go first this week or should I? You go first, John. I'm eager to hear this uh, list I'm being presented with. All righty. Here we go. Security. Freedom. Oh, boy. Freedom. Living in Texas. Living in Florida. Oh, uh, I think I go Texas. All right. That's funny. Proud Boys. (laughs) Antifa. (laughs) No, no. It's the first time I'm actually going to say I'm not choosing. This or that, I'm just not. I'm just not. not. No, I'm actually going to abstain for the All very first time in the ride home history. I'm really? not picking one. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Go back to the past. Go forward in the future. Oh, I I think I'd go back to the past. All right. Chinese communism. <laughs> Russian communism. <laughs> oh, they're both so terrific. This I mean, that. who doesn't want a little? Ah, here in America, land of the free, home of the brave. Let's bring some in. Um, I think they're both really terrible, John. What Again? Kind of, what kind of t- I told you I had a, an odd list this week. I'm just both thinking. Both pretty odd. Um, Are you declining again? I think I have to decline a second time. <laughs> Anglican. Yeah. Presbyterian. Well, I have to pick Presbyterian because that's what I am. But I, right. but I love and appreciate my Anglican friends. Gain the knowledge of any book you touch. Yeah. Gain the skills of any person you touch. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, I'm going to gain the I'm going to gain the information from the books. All right. Know how you're going to die. Know when you're going to die. <laughs> Boy, Mike, this is a pick me up, isn't it? Isn't this a good one? I, I would say know when. All right. I don't know. Give up access to the internet. Give up access to all motor vehicles. Um, I think I'd say motor vehicles. All right. Which probably shows me shows you that I'm lame. Chopsticks for hands. Office chair wheels or feet. <laughs> uh, I'll, I think the chopstick hand thing. I, I feel pretty skilled in that. Mm-hmm. Brag all the time. Complain 
all the time. What is this? The like the the unpickable list? Um what if it was it brag all the time or complain all the time? Yeah. They're both so annoying. How are you yeah. supposed to pick one? Okay. You've, done two, uh, you've right. already avoided I've two. I've already done twenty percent. Okay. I'm gonna say um I'll choose com- complain all the time. <laughs> All right, so that is my 10. This is this that was extremely that. difficult. Bring to you John something I believe will be much easier. Thank you. The Valentine's weekend edition of oh, this. Oh, how sweet. Mm-hmm. Number 1. Russell Stover or Whitman Sampler? Uh, I'll be going with the uh, Russell Stover. Okay. On a first date, John, going to the museum or going to the movies? Uh, first date with my wife and I, we did go to the movies. Oh, okay. So you think that's prescriptive? Uh, yeah, for me. Number three, Nat King Cole singing Unforgettable or Frank Sinatra singing It Had to Be You? Hmm. Uh, I'm going Nat King Cole. Mm, I don't blame you. Number four, Maria and Tony in West Side Story or Wesley and Buttercup in The Princess Bride? I'm going Maria and Tony. Are you? A trip to Florence, John, or a trip to Paris? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to go Paris. Do you? Yeah. Do you really? Paris. Yeah. Okay. A dozen roses or a mixed bouquet? Hmm. Boy, it depends upon... It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing mixed bouquet. Uh, it's the right idea. It's definitely the right choice. Uh, number seven, Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward or Johnny Cash and June Carter? Whoa. Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, Johnny Cash and... Oh boy. Uh, I, I'm going Paul Newman. Okay. All right. Sella's milk chocolate covered cherries or Sarah's dark chocolate haystacks? Yeah, of course. A thousand times the dark chocolate haystacks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, My Girl by The Temptations, John, or I'm All Out of Love by Air Supply? <laughs> My Girl by The Temptations, please. Jim and Pam from The Office, John, oh. or Homer and Marge from The Simpsons? Oh, boy, that's really rough. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm going Homer and Marge. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Over Jim and Pam. Yeah. All right, and your bonus, the awkward middle school dances you went to mm. or a wedding with no cookie table? Mm, man. Uh, I'm, doing the, uh, I'm doing the awkward middle school dances. Yeah, because, I mean, I need the cookie table. 101.5 WORD with a special Valentine's weekend treat for you. Happy right. Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. It's time to feel the love by sending a dedication or request to your sweetheart. Yeah, I'm feeling the love. Call us now at 1-877-349-1015 and dedicate a song to your honey. To my husband of 10 years now. To my husband of 13 years. Honey, it's been a great 10 years and I know it'll be a even greater 10 more years. Then listen for your song and dedication through Throughout the weekend, sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Happy Valentine's Day. Call 877 349 1015. Your most precious possessions are your family memories, but where are they living? On fading photos in a dusty box, deteriorating in outdated formats like slides or VHS tapes, or strewn across digital devices. 
Professional photo organizer Shelley Murray specializes in rescuing these family memories out of boxes and off devices, bringing them all together digitally into a permanent and private forever home so they can be easily accessed, shared, and enjoyed with your family and future generations. Whether it's scanning services, digital organization, photo book creation, or tech training, Shelley has you covered. She's passionate about helping families go from overwhelmed to organized, taking control of their photo collections so their memories won't be lost. Shelly will provide impeccable service and leave you with peace of mind knowing that your family's stories are organized safely and preserved for generations to come. Visit ShellyMurray.com today. That's ShellyEYMurrayAY.com or call 412-716-6161. If you owe $27 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Well, you need to make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $27 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are lower or later when rates are much higher? Now, whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. That's why Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group has a free guide called You and Your Taxes to help you determine what's best for you. To get your copy of You and Your Taxes, call or text tax to 412-515-3555. That's tax to 412-515-3555. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Get this free guide from Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group now. Call or text tax to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Our firm may not give tax advice. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS. Study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. For a lot of families, the pandemic has caused deep separation or strange bedfellows of togetherness. Our next guest, Karen Swallow Pryor, uh, has been with us over the years many a time, and uh, she's got a story to tell that goes back more than a decade about herself, her husband, and her parents. Karen is a research professor at and English and Culture and Christianity at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. She is the author of several books, which we love. Her latest is called On Reading Well, Finding the Good Life Through Great Literature. And Karen, on a Friday afternoon, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's great to be with you guys on a snowy, cold day. No yes. kidding, Karen. In Virginia as well? Is it snowing and cold there? In Virginia as well. It, it, yes, it reached way down here. Wow. Okay. Well, Karen, um, you know, you, you wrote about um, having your parents live close to you um, multiple times. Um, so tell the story about what you and your husband decided to do, what, almost 10 years ago? Yeah, well, you know, actually, it was it was my parents' decision. Uh, my dad had been in conversation okay. with my mom. They were in their 70s then about what she might want to do if he should you know, pass away first. And she said she would probably want to come and live with me. They lived on the West Coast and we're on the East Coast and I'm the only daughter. And that got him to thinking like, why wait until he's gone? And why not make the move uh, while they were still younger and healthy? And so um, they talked with my husband and me and we live in 
what? We lost you for a minute, Karen. For That's a second, okay. We, yeah, we, we lost you for a sec, Karen. Go back a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. How, how far back do I go? Yeah, well, we, um, we heard you talking about the fact that your dad said, why should we wait? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they spoke with, with us and we have a few acres out here in, in the country. And uh, so we, uh, my husband is a builder. And so we built them a small home and they moved in and that was about 10 years ago. And it's, it's been wonderful, but of course, who would have anticipated what we've been through in this past year with the pandemic? And that was even, it was even better to have them here. Yeah, I bet. Okay, so that's really interesting. So uh, there has been sort of a rise of, you know, the so-called mother-in-law apartment or the, uh, you know, the in-law's house. And it looks as though you're ahead of the curve. Uh, The good news is, as you describe, you've got uh, several acres, so some room to spread out a little bit. What is that like? I mean, obviously, the four of you have to get along pretty well to even make (laughs) the invitation in the first place. Yeah, you know, and I, I, you know, I I love my parents and have always had a good relationship with them, but I have not, I had not lived near them since I was 18 and went away to college. We'd always lived, you know, states and states away. And so, and I'm also, uh, you know, I'm a kind of a a private person. I know it doesn't seem that way, but I keep to myself a lot. And so I was definitely a little bit um, nervous about what this would be like to be in this close of proximity. Um, and it's, but it's really been wonderful. Um, they, you know, my parents are, they, they, they help me. Uh, we help them. They've had a couple of um, minor health scares while they've been here. And so it's been a great comfort to just be able to be here and see them through that. And of course I know, you know, there will be worse things to come. And, um, and so I've already relieved to know that I don't have to worry about traveling or being far away when those times come. So now in the pandemic, right, here we go. Uh, we're almost a year into this. Uh, when this mm-hmm. descended upon your family, now that there you are, the four of you in close quarters, um, talk about that. W- were there significant changes in, you know, uh, how you were, you know, working in the outside world? Did the four of you just shut things down and, you know, th- that intervening time? I mean, ha- has it been difficult or has there been, you know, generally smooth sailing? Well, you know, there there were some changes. I mean, my parents are, you know, they don't do a lot, but church was a big, big, it's always been a big part of their life, not you know, church and Sunday school and, and uh, ministry to people in church. And so that part of their lives stopped, except for online and, and also for us. Um, you, like everyone else, we ended up work. My husband and I ended up working from home, and my parents were basically forbidden <laughs> from go, going and doing anything, especially grocery shopping. Um, we, I did all the grocery shopping for them, and I really despise grocery shopping, so this was a <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> and you know, they they clip coupons, and they like a certain brand, and that, oh my that was. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but it was a joy too. I thought what what would it have been like if, if this we didn't have the situation? I can't even imagine how they you know, what they would have done and, and how it would have worked out. And so I was just really thankful. Um and uh we're now just two days ago they got their first vaccinations and uh my husband got his because he's a school teacher and I'm the I'm I'm still in line, I guess. Um, and here we are a year out and, uh, and our local grocery store in the past couple of months, um, added the, uh, pickup service. They didn't have that. We live out in the country. And so now they've gotten a little, 
uh, more independence because they can order online and drive up and pick it up. And so that's been a gift as well. Dr. Karen Swallow-Pryor is with us, Research Professor of English and Christianity and Culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, author of most recently on Reading Well, Finding the Good Life Through Great Literature. Um, Karen, it's hard, right, to to talk about things like this in the kind of world we live in because people make a lot of different choices and there are a lot of different demands on people. You know, it's not that people don't love their parents um, when they get up and move across the country to start a, you know, a new life or a new career somewhere. Um, But there is something special about being uh, close to your parents also. Uh, My husband and I made a similar decision like you and your husband and your parents did about 20 years ago uh, when we moved just a couple streets away from my mom and dad. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of richness in that. Um, so how do you talk about it in a way that doesn't, I don't know, doesn't guilt people or doesn't make people feel left out who have, you know, dysfunctional family relationships or, you know, all that sort of thing. I I mean, that's such a great question. And I think we do need to talk about it and think about it years in advance. Um, and, and there are so many different ways of doing it. Like you said, you moved, you know, a few doors away. We live in the same, same big yard. But if, and I, you know, what was wonderful, and I, I think I'm seeing more and more people do this. Um, my parents were retired. They weren't working. And so they made the decision to move across the country. Um, and, and it's easier, you know, usually for that to happen than for the work, you know, people who are working age to pick up their families and move. So that's something yeah, yeah. I, I just encourage all families to think, to use their imaginations to think about how we might approach multi-generational living differently um, for years to come. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, you know, because when you look at world culture, right, Americans tend not to be engaged with, you know, the elderly, like, you know, people in India or wherever, right, where the people are living in large, large family gatherings. So what about that? I mean, you know, 25 years away from your mom and dad, all of a sudden, there they are, as you say, in, in your own backyard, were there presupp- presuppositions, something you thought, well, my mom and dad are this, and now after all this time living, you know, I see them as this. Yeah, you know, I mean, I it was a process of getting to know them in a very different way, even though I would visit them now and then over the years. We lived so far apart. Um, so getting to see them as, you know, just not just my mother and father, but as human beings who belong to church, who talk with neighbors, who, you know, become part of the community, um, it just gives a different kind of respect for them as citizens, I guess, as opposed to just your parents. Um, and even things like, uh, you know, my dad was not very much of a dog person and we have big dogs and, uh, the, and now he has become, he dotes on our dogs so much. I get a, if, when I was working away from home, I get a report every day about what the dogs did and what my dad did with nice. them, and he just loved them. And so it's been neat to see us all sort of adapt and change in the situation. Yeah. Okay. So you'd count this as one of your pandemic wins, Karen? Absolutely. I am so okay. glad that, that 10 years ago, we made this plan that we, you know, so that we can carry it out in this way that we never would have foreseen that we needed to. Uh, it, I'm just really relieved to be able to care for them and, um, and make sure that they stay well as much as that is possible. So it's a, it, it's a pandemic win. One of That's few. Good. Very good. Yeah. I mean, you know, in a, in a culture where, you know, we've been sort of 
one disappointment or heartbreak after another where, you know, you're separated or people dying, you know, alone in nursing homes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. This is a really good story. That's why we're so excited to have you here to tell us this good news, Karen. Hey, uh, before you join us, you know, uh, over the years, you've joined us many times as an author, but I want to let our audience know that you're also now uh, brand new news. You're a columnist. Uh, Religion News Service, which is a website uh, that we frequent, you're going to start to write for uh, Religion News Service in a in a smaller format, m- more bite size, and you've got a piece out there yes. right now. Yeah? Yes, I am going to be a monthly columnist at RNS Religion News Service. Um, the title of my column is "One Eye Squinted," which is a phrase from my beloved Flannery O'Connor, who talked yep. about being able to look at all the all the things in the world that are not necessarily good and count them as blessings with one eye squinted. Um, <laughs> and what's neat is it has been a lifelong dream of me to be a columnist, and mm-hmm. um, lo and behold, in my in my late middle age, it has come true. <laughs> Excellent. That is awesome. So if you were going to be, if you think about columnists, who, you know, like someone like Dave Barry, or who is it that, you know, you think that's the columnist I want to be? Well, when I was when I was in college and grad school, uh, and it, it, you know, I was always a, a conservative on a liberal campus, and for me, my hero was George Will. And there we go. Know, he's still around. Yes. <laughs> He sure is. So, now, if you can use if you can use the kind of vocabulary that George uses, then you know I'll give you an extra few I don't, points. I don't think so, <laughs> but he, I can always. He, he's my goals. <laughs> That's right. We have goals. That's Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor. Karen, we love you. So good yeah, to talk sure to do. you today. Thanks for stopping by. You too. Stay well. All right. Mm-hmm. Karen Swallow Pryor, her latest book on reading well, finding the good life through great literature. One eye squinted. I look forward to that. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, Could I, I have, have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. 
It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. Our smiles are still behind our masks. We are welcoming patients back, and we're happy to do so. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Although some of the details of their appointment may look different, we can't give the normal hugs or handshakes that they might be used to. The same exceptional dentistry, the same compassionate care that they've really become accustomed to is still there. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at BoozBugStoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. the last couple of weeks we've had a really good time with our wedding stories contest i mean so many people have uh, submitted some great stories and uh, i want to let you know that on tuesday of next week we will announce our grand prize winner which is quite honestly a whopper of a grand prize a beautiful jewelry from trinity jewelers and overnight state the buell mansion some great uh, photo work um available as well and um we've got um, we've just got a ton of stuff but I, th- I think the deadline's over and uh, all the submissions are in. So the um, committee is pouring over the grand prize winner. No, tonight till midnight, John. You can oh, still tonight submit till midnight. your okay, stories. Right. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, wordfm.com forward slash weddings. And uh, you go there and put your uh, put your story in, okay? Mm-hmm. Win the grand prize. Terrific. Right. Speaking of weddings, uh, Valentine Day, this Sunday, right? Yeah. It's a Sunday, Valentine Day. Yep. Is it a big deal uh, in your guys? Uh, Kath, Mike, uh, Valentine's Day as it comes. I mean, you know, are, is there oh, flowers big. and cards and oh, candy yeah. and dinner and all that? I got a huge bouquet of flowers this afternoon. Did you? I did. I'm, you know, I'm, I, we're getting takeout this evening. It, see, this is our, mine and my husband's, our very first empty nest Valentine's Day. Wow. So we're living it up, man. Very it's going to be. It's going to be crazy. That's nice. Okay. So the florist, you mean you had a delivery, a florist. Came no, out. my husband went out and got it. And okay, brought there, it back. So he was the delivery. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. He yeah. was the delivery. Yeah. But he did not forget. Did not. Flowers are good. Mm-hmm. What about, uh, are you like a candy aficionado? You want like a heart with like, you know, all that on it? I will enjoy some candy. My friend, Nancy, who's uh, also my realtor, uh, dropped off some candy for me this afternoon nice. outside my front door. And I just want to say thank you for that. Very good. All right. And uh, so you do some Chinese takeout. That'll be your Valentine. No, we're not day doing meal. Chinese takeout. It's Mexican tonight. Oh, sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that'll be your Valentine meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. How about in your Mike. family? You're fairly, you know, like Kath is. Kath been married for 25 years. Uh, 28 years. 28 years. Okay, mm-hmm. Mike. Uh, you've been married how many years? Seven. Seven years. Okay. Seven. And yeah, we so, we we we're, we're definitely going to celebrate it. We we celebrated a big um, past previous years. Um, this year, it's it's a little weird. I mean, with COVID, I mean, you really can't. I mean, right? Where can you go? What can you do? Um, right. But we are uh, we're gonna have a nice little uh, dinner at our house mm-hmm. in our little living room. And, Great. Um, and I bought she my wife. Hope I don't I don't think she's listening right now because she's at the grocery okay. store. But I she loves butterflies. So oh really? Um, yeah. 
So I got her this card. It's, it's actually a box, and you open it up, and butterflies like fly out of it. It, it kind of scares you a bit. And then there's pictures inside of it. Yeah. Nice. These yeah. are not real butterflies. No, these are no. fake butterflies. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wind them up, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds nice. Yeah. Do, do you do candy and flowers? We do, no, we don't do the flowers thing. No, my mm. my wife okay. and I are both allergic, so we don't really do the flowers thing. But uh, All right. um, I will be cooking. I will be. I don't nice. know what I'm cooking yet, but I will be cooking. Very good. Excellent. Yes. Mm-hmm. How about you, John? John you. We. Um, my wife loves flowers. Mm-hmm. So uh, every Valentine's Day, uh, we do lots of flowers. This year, like Mike, we don't go out for dinner. I mean, you know, we'll do something, you know, low key. I'll probably make dinner. Uh, maybe tonight we'll do some takeout. But uh, Valentine's Day, good stuff. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Former President Trump's attorneys have wrapped up their arguments at his Senate impeachment trial. The trial now moving into the question and answer phase before both sides offer their closing arguments. The former president's lawyers earlier used audio and video clips of Democrat leaders to make their case he did not seek to incite an insurrection last month. The White House says President Biden will seek to close the prison on the U.S. base at Guantanamo Bay following a review process. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the intention of the Biden administration is to close the detention facility. Socks drifting between small gains and losses today as the market closes in on a second straight weekly gain. The Dow gained 27 points, the Nasdaq up 69, and the S&P 500 ahead 18 points. This is SRN News. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229 or give online preborn.org slash radio. Paid for by Protect My Car. Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call for details. Yo, where's your car? Man, my engine blew, and I can't afford to get it fixed. So no car for me. Oh, man. That's why I got me an extended service plan. That way, that blown engine would have cost you nothing to repair. Hold up. You're saying if I had gotten that plan before my engine blew, I could have got it fixed and paid nothing? You got that right. Drivers covered by Protect My Car will not have to pay for any covered repair bill ever again. Man, I really should have called and got my car covered before this huge repair bill hit. If you want a car, 
truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, call 800-598-6035 right now to see if your car qualifies. All repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Just call 800-598-6035 and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. Call 800-598-6035 right now. Call now to find out how you pay nothing for auto repairs. Call 800-598-6035. That's 800-598-6035. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 22. Cloudy tomorrow with a bit of snow in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. We'll see a high of 30. Tomorrow night, snow at times in the evening, accumulating a coating to an inch, otherwise cloudy. Untreated surfaces will be slippery, the low 23. Sunday, mainly cloudy skies and cold. Sunday will reach a high of 30. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. A frosty, snowy Friday afternoon in February. Hope that uh, you're looking forward to the weekend. You get some yes. time off and can hang a little bit, a little rest and relaxation, and uh, Valentine's Day mixed, into the, mixed in as well, yeah? I, I noticed, John, do you say Valentine's Day instead of Valentine's Day? Is this a choice I, that you've made? Valentine. Uh, I, mm-hmm. don't, I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is, 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 that, is that an error? I don't know if it's an error. I just Maybe perhaps you're just committed to having one Valentine, and so Valentine. you'd like to promote it in that fashion. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying monogamous Okay, on good. Day. I think it's a wise choice I, on d- I believe so. My yeah. wife would agree as well, yes. Okay, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you call it Valentine's? Is it Valentine's? Well, I I think it's named after St. Valentine's. So I think it's called okay. like his day. So Valentine's so Day. It would, yes. it would have an, an apostrophe S at the end. But, you right. know, right. you can say it however you want. I'll say Valentine. You say potato. I'll say potato. All Terrific. Right? And I'd like to tell you, both of you and everyone listening. Tell me what? Your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. Yes. Indeed, it has. It's six yes. minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. I think we've crossed over on that line. Yeah, it is safe to say the weekend is so. here. The pandemic Not edition the continues. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Now, just as I said that, uh, a light bulb blew in my in my spare room here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? This entire left side of my room just went dark. Mm. 
Is that one of those, like, is it the new light bulb that's supposed to last 15 years you well, pay eight bucks for? Exactly. That annoys me. So me can too. I just go back to, can I just get like a 40 watt light bulb, please? please? Incandescent, anyone? No, anyone? got sucked into this green nope. thing, you know? It's, no, it's. Oh, never going to have an incandescent light bulb. Anyway, <laughs> I was, I wondered that same thing. I thought, see, so how did that blow? I mean. Anyway, it's been less than eight years since it's been over there, John. I'm sure, sure but eight weeks probably is what it's been, you know. Packs me off. Yeah. Okay, hey, listen to this. Uh, Pittsburgh is in the news for several things. We're number three, apparently, in some different categories. Are we? Uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, Pittsburgh still has pockets of affordability in the housing supply, according to a study right. just released by the giant real estate website, Realtor.com. Mm-hmm. In an article titled, uh, titled um, while, uh, what rising home prices, where can you find the most homes priced at a hundred thousand dollars or less? The real estate portal ranks Pittsburgh number three in home affordability. Nice. Steel city boasts some of the coolest neighborhoods in the country. Now, of course we've known we this. Know that. You're living in Pittsburgh. Not news the prices has zoomed, unfortunately, to new heights as hordes of buyers, have flocked to the market. All those hipsters from the West Coast or whatnot have come in and boom, prices have gone through the roof. However, apparently to Realtor.com, there are still deals to be found. It all depends um, to uh, know where to look. Now, just behind Detroit and St. Louis, Pittsburgh puts up a good showing if you are frugal and ready to keep an open mind. Quote, someone looking to buy a home under $100,000 should be prepared to do some work says local real estate agent Dina Castillo. Uh, They should also be prepared to compromise on location, locations where you could find homes under $100,000 a few years ago, just don't have those options anymore. For example, she says Brookline, south of downtown, average home price $110,000 in 2016. Now those prices have gone up to $168,000 in 2020. Um, And they still can't get their streets plowed. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, According to today's trip. Other neighborhoods, more specific uh, houses in Penn Hills that went in 1955, um, let me see, uh, for $52,000 are still very, very affordable. Terrific. Right? Uh, nearby Cleveland makes the list at six. Huntington, West Virginia makes the list at number 10. So All right. Pittsburgh, number three. Also number three. Uh, probably not common knowledge. Pittsburgh is a great place. We've known this to make movies. Right. According to movie maker magazine, Pittsburgh is number three for best places to make a movie in 2021. Uh, The region drew more than a hundred million dollars in direct spending in 2020, according (laughs) to the state Uh, Carnegie Mellon as a stellar school for aspiring filmmakers, Lawrenceville's Row House Cinema for movie making alive. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, is number three behind. Listen to this: Santa Fe and New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Here's the thing about New Orleans: is it's a. I mean, I really love it there, but it's really distinctive. Yep. You know, you you would think that you know Pittsburgh would be a lot more versatile because it, it can is. become more things. Exactly. Where New Orleans is its own thing. Right. Uh, You know, the Pittsburgh Film Office, which for many, many years was underfunded, 
And uh, I'll credit uh, Don Keezer, who has been the head of the Pittsburgh Film the Office for, for a long time. She's been really a great uh, champion of Pittsburgh. Obviously, it's her job, but really done a wonderful job of putting Pittsburgh out there. And as you said, Kath, I mean, Pittsburgh can sort of fill in for so many different locations. Sure, right. And we've got a gigantic film crew here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, outside of Hollywood. These uh, men and women know exactly what they're doing around film sets. So right. all those combined to make us number three. Right really good news okay i like that yeah. also i mentioned at the uh, start of the four o'clock hour in the top four at four and by the way if you missed any of today's program you can also find our podcast the mm-hmm. ride home with johnny kathy wherever you find your podcasts also we're broadcasting today 101.5 word fm 96.5 fm and 7 30 a.m wpit along with uh we are facebook live on uh, fb right now so if you want to log on to facebook go to the ride home with johnny kathy or 101.5 word fm and you can see us say hi wave wish you know each other and us a happy valentine's day sure. is that what you want john a lot of happy valentine's from listeners <laughs> well it's fine people can say hi i'm always happy to interact that's good i, stuff I did walk past your mailbox it? today it is quite full my mailbox john's is yes Kathy's oh, is half full but john man john got all the valentine's sworn. yeah and i just got just, a couple leftovers there's a couple cards in there Sorry. better get in there and see what's going on i've been to the studio for a week or two and uh Things fill up fast, right? It's got some love Anyway, today's Abraham Lincoln's birthday, as I mentioned at the start of the 4 o'clock hour. And I talked about the Wilkinsburg Historical Society that announced that they've got a new statue honoring America's 16th president. It will ultimately stand at the uh, intersection of Penn Avenue and Ardmore Boulevard. It's going to uh, reside for a while inside the Wilkinsburg Borough Building while they finish some renovations. But that's good news, huh, for Pittsburgh? Oh, it's excellent news. Look, I I mean, I know that, that place, that location very well. That's where, you know, Penn Avenue and Ardmore split. There used to be, for many years, as you said, tw- uh, what, 1916, yeah. school children across Western Pennsylvania uh, raised pennies to put a copper statue of Abraham Lincoln on a pedestal. And, of course, the statue stayed there for many, many decades. I don't know how many years ago, it's been a couple of decades, I believe, that a couple of thieves with hacksaws, uh, they cut Abraham Lincoln's feet off and the statue disappeared. And then, as want, years later, the police were somehow called to someone's home or apartment, and there, in the corner, was the statue of Abraham Lincoln leaning against the wall. Abe's in the spare room, laying down. Leaning against the wall. So then, hey, great, Abe's back. The statue was put back onto the podium, but Hmm. a poor job was done. And then over the years, Abe started to lean forward. Finally, he was taken off the podium once again, put away in storage. And And someone crashed their car into the space also. That was the... That was the icing on the cake. So, yeah. So a new fundraiser obviously has taken place and a new statue of Abe is back up, which is fabulous news, right? Um, hopefully we'll see him out of the uh, borough building in Wilkinsburg and back yeah. on the pedestal soon and very soon. Yeah. And the woman who uh, sculpted Abe for this uh, Wilkinsburg uh, exhibition is the same woman who did Willie Stargell down at PNC Park, mm-hmm. who did Roberta, Roberta Clemente at PNC Park, and who did... Bill Mazeroski. Very good. Okay, so we were talking about this. In San Francisco, they're n- taking Abraham Lincoln's names off of schools, right? Right, Because he's right. like a bad guy all of a sudden, Abraham Lincoln. In Pittsburgh, we're still erecting statues of Abraham Lincoln. 
kudos to all of us here across Western Pennsylvania. Abe thrives in Western Pennsylvania. Happy birthday, Abe. Happy birthday. Oh, my mom's birthday today. She's been passed oh. a long time. She'd have been 97 today. So happy oh, birthday. Happy birthday, heaven. Grace Hall. Grace Hall, you fabulous, wonderful woman. Mm. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back. A uh, very interesting subject ahead for us. Reading the Times, a literary and theological inquiry in the news. How do you read the daily news through a Christian mindset? Jeff Bilbo is with us in a few minutes. Stick around. Valentine's Day, going out and being with your date. Uh, a good place to stop by and have a Valentine's Day meal is the Spring House. Marsha, how you doing? Happy Valentine's Day to you. Hi, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. How Thank are you? Very much. Uh, we're well, Marsha, and we want to hear about what a date night might look like at the Spring House this weekend. Oh, yeah. Sure. sure. Well, you have to, because this is crazy year we're having, you have to think ahead. So online, we're taking reservations for our um, Valentine's Day sweetheart dinner, and it's a really fabulous meal. It starts with a wedding soup and then reunion salad, which was has sweet and spicy pecans and strawberries and um, tangerines and feta cheese and romaine and a homemade garlicky balsamic dressing. So yummy. And then my mom's secret recipe of Bev's brown rolls and um, pink lemonade, and then we bring out, out the make course, and everybody gets to have all of this. And it's a grilled marinated flank steak, a celebration chicken romano with a light cream sauce on it, butter green beans, pearls potatoes, which are a grated potato with sour cream and onion and cheese sauce, and then your choice of homemade dessert. And we have all kinds of our most favorite desserts um, scheduled to be made tomorrow. And so um, we'll have live music here, too, and we have seating. We're doing both Saturday and Sunday this year because of needing to spread people out a little bit. So we have a 3 o'clock seating, 5 o'clock seating, and 7 o'clock seating. I think there are a few spots left on both days. And then if you're not really up for going out with the crowds, um, we are also doing a Valentine's Day take and bake. And it's that exact same meal for two people, and it includes some mac and cheese and chicken tenders for the kiddos to eat in the other room if you like that idea. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. Listen, for Valentine's Day, take your sweetie to the farm, Springhouse Market, Springhouse Market online at springhousemarket.com. Marsha, people with a few extra spots, they can still call and make a reservation, yeah? Yes, that would be great. We'd love to have them. Very nice. Give us the number. 724-228-3339 or check out all the details if I said it too fast at springhousemarket.com and you can sign right up there. For either the take and bake, the Valentine's Day take and bake, or for the meal to come in and and enjoy and let us serve you on China with some candles and the live music. And it'll be a lovely day or two. Very nice, Marcia. You sweet thing. Happy Valentine's Day to you and yours. Thank you. You guys too. 101.5 WORD. With a special Valentine's weekend treat for you. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. It's time to feel the love by sending a dedication or request to your sweetheart. Yeah, I'm feeling the love. Call us now at 1-877-349-1015 and dedicate a song to your honey. To my husband of 10 years now. To my husband of 13 years. Honey, it's been a great 10 years and I know it'll be even greater 10 more years. Then listen for your song.
song and dedication throughout the weekend. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Happy Valentine's Day. Call 877-349-1015. Best which wireless carrier now has stronger expanded coverage. Patriot Mobile. Not only that, but they're committed to support conservative values instead of the companies that don't like Planned Parenthood and other liberal causes. Right now, they're offering new expanded coverage choices that blanket America. Yes, it's true. And here's more reasons to switch. They're the only Christian conservative wireless service provider in America. Now rated number one in customer satisfaction of all wireless companies. And when you talk to their U.S.-based customer service team, you get real answers. Again, new expanded coverage on dependable nationwide 4G LTE networks. Switch and support today with every call. Sanctity of life. Discounts for first responders and veterans. Support for the First and Second Amendment. Call 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A. That's 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Gorka. Patriot Mobile, the country's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. days when uh, the paper boy would come and throw it up in your sure. porch and... my parents used to get three papers every day yeah, right mm-hmm. i mean there was a time i lived in manhattan i would read really on a regular basis five papers wow. if I had the time wow. and the money wow i mean there is something that's deeply comforting of sitting in a chair and opening up the paper and scanning it from both sides and you know looking for the weird hidden gems along with the uh, the major stories of the day I think for a lot of us, that time has passed. I mean, here locally, the Post-Gazette, I think it publishes a couple of days a week. It is a shadow of what it used to be and uh, just how it is to live in the modern time. So, you know, most of us are looking at our news feed right now, which is, I believe, a really poor second to the uh, old-fashioned way, not to sound like I'm 95 years old. However, Jeffrey Bilbo is with us. Jeff's got a brand new work, which is really interesting, Reading the Times, a Literary and Theological Inquiry into the News. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I got all excited, Jeff, to talk about the news, which is funny because I complain a lot about having to read the news on a daily basis. So you'd be surprised that I'd be like so excited to talk about it. But I I think it's so important for us to figure out how to do it well, because it's so easy to do it badly. Do you think? Yeah, and I suppose it's probably easier to kind of overindulge and um, obsess about whatever's popping through our social media feeds. Or, you know, it's probably not great either to totally check out and ignore what's going on. Um, But finding a a healthy rhythm and a healthy formative pattern uh, is not easy when there's so many companies trying to uh, monetize our attention and um, get us really emotionally enraged so that we will keep reading and keep clicking. Right. And I guess those that's a key phrase, emotionally enraged, yep. because that's where we are in America today. And I mean, Jeff, you know, as we bring in, 
it's hard to imagine, although I'm sure it happened, you know, our, our parents or grandparents sitting in their easy chair becoming emotionally enraged as they're reading, you know, the front page of their local paper. There's, there's been a, a tonal shift, hasn't there? Yeah, and it's not entirely new. Uh, I mean, if you read, I study 19th century American uh, literature and history also, and if you read some of the partisan newspapers back then, uh, it was pretty, you know, pretty uh, fake newsy, pretty outrageous. But then, um, you know, things kind of settled down for much of the mid-20th century, and news kind of went more mainstream, and a lot of the smaller, more partisan or more narrow uh, outlets to make it. And then, of course, now with the digital era, uh, all those proliferate again. So again, once again, we have kind of very niche publications, each um, broadcasting their particular, um, yeah, their particular lens on what's going on. Yeah, well, that's an interesting perspective, Jeff. I hadn't thought of that. So, you know, media, you're saying is kind of, you know, continually evolving um, as, you know, human beings change and cultures change and that sort of thing. And so it wasn't like, you know, we can look back at, quote unquote, the good old days in media. Right. Yeah, there's actually a really interesting, uh, I can't think of the name right now, but it's a, a, one of the founding, someone who was alive during the founding period of America, and he's writing, he was involved in newspapers, and he's writing his memoir in the 1830s, I think. Uh, and he says, oh, I remember the good old days when you would sit down and pull out your spectacles and carefully read the news from cover to cover. And now these young people uh, are just skewing the headlines and, and going on and, um, you know, being outraged. And I thought, wow, that could have been written today. Right, so, today. Right. There, is, there is a sort of cyclical nature, I suppose, to these problems. And I think, you know, in early America, it was certainly brought about by new innovations in printing presses that enabled cheap newspapers to, to be printed. I think we lost it. Did we lose it, Jeff? Oh, no. Are you there? I'm still here. Yep. Oh, good. Yeah, we sort of just Yeah, we lost it when you were talking about new innovations in what? Oh, I was going to, yeah, in the, in the 19th century, there were new um, steam-powered printing presses that created cheap uh, newspapers, so the penny press starts. And in many ways, that parallels today with the new digital technologies that creates all these new opportunities for digital news today. Right. Okay, so Jeff, uh, in the newest work, which is yet to be released, Reading the Times, uh, you, you really spend time looking at the news and the news business and um, the, probably many saints before us, Thomas Merton included, who have looked at the news through a very particular Christian lens. And of course, you know, if you're a believer, you, you look at the world in a different way. Hopefully you do. So can you talk about that? You know, as believers in Jesus, what responsibility or what vision do we have looking at the news than, you know, perhaps a secularist would? Yeah, and I think, you know, there are probably different callings that some Christians are called to, to be involved differently in current affairs and others. But in general, what I suggest is that we should be asking, what do we need to know in order to love our neighbors well? Um, how, how can we be informed in a way that will foster love? And, you know, there's a lot of ways that can go wrong. Um, one of the, the figures I think is interesting, uh, Thoreau talks about this, but he picks, up, he picks up part of it from Charles Dickens, actually. Uh, Dickens talks about telescopic morality, that sometimes when, when the news becomes our primary filter, we care more about events that are distant, it's a telescopic uh, metaphor, 
and don't care enough about uh, our neighbor close at hand. We might not be mm-hmm. in the headline, but right. we might actually be able to help our, our neighbor um, down the street or across town. So kind of re recalibrating um, what we care about and to what end. Right. We've talked a lot on the show, Jeff, about the uh, the fatigue that comes with spending all your time looking on your social media feed or on Twitter and seeing what the news is and just being so exhausted by all of the you know clamor. And then the person who lives next to you needs something and you don't have any energy left. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, one of the, I suppose, most obvious drawbacks of attending wrongly to to the news, that we aren't then able to have the emotional and intellectual energy that we need to to care about what we should care about, to care about the people and the places where we can actually um, make a real difference as opposed to, you know, what's going on in the distant capitals or across across the world. So it's not that we should necessarily not care about distant things, but just put them in their proper perspective and, and care more about the things that we can be more directly uh, involved in. in the proper perspective. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this era we're living in right now, of course, and, you know, through the political cycle we're living in, people have been outraged because, you know, we've talked about the, um, the echo chamber, right? The people are just very narrow in their news feed and they listen to one source or two, four, two sources. And of course, maybe, you know, they follow along with their you know, close family members and everyone is like a dog chasing its tail and the outrage grows and grows. But, you know, uh, in your work, in reading the Times, you talk about diversifying the news feed and how important that is. Can you can you delve into that? Because people, some people, you know, who maybe um, are not sophisticated enough or, or maybe perhaps not engaged enough or, um, you know, uh, not wanting to, to look at other news sources, it is an important thing of being a believer to look at things from all sides or try to at least. That's right. And I think in general, it's wise to to read um, thoughtful essays and analysis and news from people who who come from different perspectives than, than we might um, and and engage thoughtfully with people who even at the end of the day, we might ultimately disagree with. That's an important um, way of listening to and loving your neighbor. And I think part of the challenge is when we're when we're uh, doing that on social media or in the Internet, Oftentimes, it, it, it can become a kind of hate reading where we, you know, you sort of uh, comment on the, the dumb media of your opposing political party and, and you read it only in order to express your outrage and express, right. you know, reaffirm right. your opinions. So I think e- even something like diversifying your feed can actually become, in particularly in the digital context, can actually become counterproductive, unfortunately. So, yeah, I think it's important to to, um, to read people who you respect, even if you disagree with them. Um, okay, well, that's interesting. So, yeah, so Jeff, basically, what you're saying then is that it's the if even if diversifying our newsfeed isn't really going to help, um, if our or our attitude internally is already bad. You know, if we're already thinking, I'm just going to read something so that I can find out how bad the other side is. Um, It doesn't matter what kind of reading I'm doing. If my intention from the very beginning is to still decide that my way is the only right way. Right. Right. And and so that's why I think it's helpful to to try to read or subscribe to publications 
that you um, have some respect for, even if, again, yeah. I think it's a, you're right. even if they, they are going to take policy positions that you think at the end of the day you still disagree, uh, it's important to learn from people who, who um, see the world differently than we do. Yeah. And I think doing this, right, involves, it, it's kind of like, you know, if you read the newspaper on a regular basis, it's, it's self-education. Are you motivated enough to try to educate yourself, the wide world in general, and then into the specific areas deeply that you're interested in or not? Or just, you know, reading just as an exercise to see what other people think, you know, whether it's George Will on a conservative side or Charles Blow from the New York Times on a liberal side. Those are really important voices, whether I agree or not. And, and you know, I, I think, again, you're a certain age, you've done this over your life. And so it's already in place. Those, those practices, the problem is, I mean, especially for younger readers, that skill set is not there. And even further from that, once you read the piece itself and then heaven help you, if you delve into the comment section where, you know, crazy people are just arguing about the the nuance of the piece, that's where it becomes self-destructive and all the knowledge or opinion or deeper knowledge you were hoping for is wiped away. Yeah, I think you're exactly right, John. And I think that's what, you know, part of my argument in the last third of the book is about how we have to belong to one another almost before we can, um, to, to read well, that you almost have to belong in a healthy community first where you're used to dialoguing face to face with people, um, whom you may disagree with, uh, and then take that, those kinds of practices and that discipline of attention and of listening and of responding thoughtfully, and then translate that to the, the way you engage the news. Because otherwise, if your habits are formed in the online comments section, uh, it's really hard to, to approach the news as a, as a means of being educated and, and learning yeah. uh, what, what's true. Yeah, that's, that is a good word. Jeffrey Bilbro has been with us. He's an author, an English professor, and editor at Front Porch Republic. The new book is called Reading the Times, A Literary and Theological Inquiry into the News. Jeff, thanks for being here today. Very interesting, Jeff. Come back and uh, it's a, a deep and wide subject. We'd like to delve into it a little further with you. Thanks very much. Yeah, pleasure is ours. Reading the Times. It is important to look at the paper, to read the news, to get all different sides if you can as a means of expression and inquiry. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. I'm a wife, a sister, and a grandfather. I'm an office clerk. I'm a research analyst, dance fitness instructor, actor. I'm a copywriter. I'm a veteran. I have lupus, cerebral palsy. I'm blind. And I'm working in a job I love. I love. Because I was given a chance to contribute my skills and talents. To show that my disability is only one part of who I am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. What do you want to da da da? What do y'all want to da da da? I'm not a da 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 da. 
We could switch to Progressa, da Oh, yeah. We could switch to Progressa and sa. Mm-hmm. We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressa, da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da da These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da Well, da da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. We are, of course, living through times of deep division and turmoil which makes you think about your college student or soon-to-be college student. What do they anticipate walking into on campus? At Grove City College, the historical tradition is forming young minds as agents of peace in a Christ-like tradition. It's central to the core of who Grove City is as they take your sons and daughters and mold them into young, believing Christians. What does that look like? How does that work? in a young person's life? Look, it's not an easy task. Uh, look at all the pressures that there are in the culture around us. Look at the difficulties we have in our own lives and all the distractions of technology and concern for the future. And so when you think about people who are at the formative age, you know, between 18 and 22, making decisions, not just about what to study and to pursue career-wise, but who they are, you want to look for a place that's going to form character, that's going to not just be concerned about the ABCs, though those are very important, um, but how it is that a person grows and develops and matures as an individual that's able to take on and live through an era like this of both division and disease to take a deep dive in what it is to be a citizen of Christ in these difficult times, look online at Grove City College. That's gcc.edu, Grove City College. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 22. Cloudy tomorrow with a bit of snow in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. We'll see a high of 30. Tomorrow night, snow at times in the evening, accumulating a coating to an inch, otherwise cloudy. Untreated surfaces will be slippery, the low 23. Sunday, mainly cloudy skies and cold. Sunday will reach a high of 30. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. crazy stories like this from time to time um i remember way back like uh in 2007 leona helmsley you know that name leona, leona helmsley. helmsley yeah man she lived in a mansion she super was rich. Um, her husband owned uh gigantic hotels in new york city okay and uh, oh, she loved her dogs or something she loved her dogs when right. uh she passed away uh, she was known as the Queen of Mean, apparently, Leona mm. Helmsley, uh, in the way that she treated her staff. But when she passed away, she left uh, some uh, $12 million. She was worth $8 billion, but she left some $12 million for the care of her Pekingese. Um, now uh, I see a news story that uh, a border collie in Nashville uh, has been left $5 million to care for the border collie's needs. Lulu is the name of the border collie. The caretaker of Lulu is a woman by the name of Martha Burton. She said that Bill Doris, who was a successful business person in um, Nashville, was not married. Um, in his will, he said the money will be put in trust for Lulu's care, and it allows for Martha Burton to be reimbursed for reasonable monthly expenses for the care of Lulu. She says that uh, she doesn't know if she could ever spend $5 million on Lulu, but she would like to try. I bet she would like to try. <laughs> 
I mean, that's a sad story. I mean, that is a really sad. I mean, I appreciate loving your pets. And I think I think leaving money to care for your pets is a very kind thing to do for for the person. Right. For the person who's doing it. Yeah, I think that's a great thing. But seriously, five million dollars for Lulu. I mean, (laughs) yeah, dear. Look right here, right here at my foot, right here. I'm touching. I'm right right now. touching right now. My dog, Gus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Boy, he's 15 years old. And he's a little stink pot. I mean, he's 15 years old. So those old dogs get stinky. If I pass away, Gus is going to get about a buck 280. (laughs) And half a bag of dog food. And good luck from there, Gussie. I love you. (laughs) I mean, I think I'd rather go down your path than the dude from Nashville. Hey, we were talking about Abraham Lincoln's birthday today and uh, Grace Maloney, my mom. It's also uh, Darren Elliker. Darren Elliker's birthday. Yeah, Darren Elliker's worked with us for many a decade here at Word FM. Or we've worked with him, depending yes, on how you look uh, at that. He is a really a, an extraordinary writer and a producer and just a first-rate guy. So happy birthday to Darren Elliker. Happy birthday, Darren. Yeah, what the heck. It's also Charles Darwin's birthday, General Omar Bradley, and uh, Cotton Mather's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is a diverse that cross-section is, yes. of humanity there. Truly it is, yeah. Okay. Anyway, happy birthday, everywhere. Let's have a piece of cake, Happy birthday, right? Darren. You having cake or pie for your birthday? Uh, I mean, I would always choose cake for my birthday. Really? Clearly, yes. I'm doing pie for my birthday. Because cake is always superior to pie. Yeah. Even though pie is delicious. I mean, they're both so delicious. I can barely, you know, stand to talk about it. <laughs> well, you stop I'm right trying now. Not to eat, I'm trying not to eat sugar again. Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, no, I'm still back. doing push-ups? This, this, this is what I'm back to. No, no, no. Because I have a new fitness routine. I'm not doing just push-ups. I'm, it's okay. much bigger than that. But I'm trying to just eat sugar on weekends. <laughs> all right that's fine i am whatever uh, people, works we're, i'm just trying to fit in my pants and over yeah, covid no, it's good. very very hard yeah no, i'm sad the i'm sad really that the push-up routine has gone away i was yeah. appreciated the five o'clock break when you were i knew you were down there on the floor trying to do 50 push-ups i mean yeah i can still i can do more than 50 now because i'm yeah. keep it up then once you stop because I, I have to do other things i work out a whole hour now i can't want to spend 10 minutes at the five o'clock news break doing push-ups again the things that go on that ship has sailed friends all right should we take a break we're taking a break when we come back it's the week in review what was everyone talking about what we eat watch what hacked us off and the best news we heard that's next friday edition the ride home When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. 101.5. W-O-R-D. With a special Valentine's weekend treat for you. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. It's time to feel the love by sending a dedication or request to your sweetheart. Yeah, I'm feeling the love. Call us now at 1-877-349-1015 and dedicate a song to your honey. To my husband of 10 years now. To my husband of 13 years. Honey, it's been a great 10 years and I know it'll be a even greater 10 more years. Then listen for your song and dedication throughout the weekend. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Happy Valentine's Day. Call 877-349-1015. 
At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes are overweight or have high blood pressure. Term providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800 555 2085 Word FM and Trinity Jewelers celebrate wedding stories now through February 12th. We want to hear yours. Click the Wedding Stories banner at wordfm.com to share a funny, moving, or inspirational story of your own for a chance at great prizes. You could win dinner on us or one of our grand prizes, including a diamond necklace valued over $1,000, a $350 overnight stay at Buell Mansion, or a $250 photo storage media conversion package. Sponsored in part by Weddings of Pittsburgh and Bistro to Go. Enter at wordfm.com slash contest. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Oh, I mean, locally today, I think everybody's talking about the retirement of Center Marquise Pouncey. Yeah, but nationally, we're talking about the sequel, Impeachment 2. I'm not talking 2. about it. People are talking about that. You know, know that. You're right. You're right. They are. Impeachment too. Everyone's yeah. like, holy moly, moly, moly. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Rocky one, Rocky two. It or is. Godfather one, Godfather two. Right. right. Yeah. What was a conversation that made you think? Uh, on our Wednesday show at four ten, we had a John and Eric Kolb both on the program. Speak. Were you, were you going to pick the same one, John? That is. That's mine. How? Mike, how often does this happen? Yeah. So much I prom- lately. I promise you listeners, John and I do not talk about this ahead of time. Not. I think we they the do. same one. And they, we have 20 guests a week on the show. Yeah, we have 20 guests a week and we pick the same one. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so John Kolb was uh, was an offensive lineman for the Super Steelers in uh, during all the Super Bowl years in 1970. and uh, But we never knew his son, Eric, who he introduced us to this week on the air. Eric lives in Germany and suffers with muscular dystrophy and just kind of told a story about what that's been like and, you know, what what it was like growing up as a kid of an athlete and wanting to be an athlete and then being confronted with this type of diagnosis. And I don't know, I, I just really appreciated the conversation. You, John? Yeah, I've thought about it a lot. I mean, wh- what does that mean where your father is like a, a truly a world-class yep. athlete? Uh-huh. And I mean, even to this day, you see John Kolb. I mean, he's, he's a rock. He is. I mean, he's in his seventies and this guy yeah. can crush it. Yeah. And how can that be that there's someone who is endowed with such great physical gifts and then your son struck down with muscular dystrophy it doesn't make any sense in the world at all does it no it doesn't 
It breaks your but, heart. And, yeah, uh, there, it does break your heart. And the, but the testimony of both of them is very powerful, and it was really, it was an interesting, fun time. So yeah, one and Eric's not walking them. around going, "What was me?" No, he's he's working with the hand that he's been dealt, and uh, yeah. the psychology of God is uh, Eric Kolb's work, and uh, just a really really good visit with Eric and John Kolb. What did you eat? I think it's way past time that I talk about the breadworks. I mean, I, listen, I go to the Breadworks every week and, you know, there's a bakery in the north side on Brighton Road and I am addicted to the rustic raisin bread. I have a problem, but I don't feel that badly about it because it it it's the kind of bread you bite into, John, and it tastes like it's good for you. It tastes like there are real things in it. You know, like you bite into Wonder Bread and you're like, well, I'm, I might not be hungry when I'm done with this, but it's not going to give me a lot. Rustic raisin bread at the Breadworks is going to give you something. Yeah, that's good. It is so delicious. It makes the greatest toast. Go to the Breadworks and get rustic raisin bread and thank mm, me later. Brighton Road. That's fabulous. Well, then I... Um, of course, it's Super Bowl Sunday, so I ate everything oh. possibly in the history of the universe. Sure. And later on in the week, my wife made her chili. Oh. And this is the first time that her chili has made an appearance, you know, and it's perfect timing. So we've oh, got like big time. chunks of, you know, big containers of chili oh, in the fridge so right now. And of course, we'll have some, which I've been eating, and then a big chunk will go into the freezer as well. I mean... Is that beautiful abundance? It I mean, is and, and, yeah. so great. And the heartbreak is our kids won't eat it. Now they turn their nose up. You know, whatever, because but, that's just more for you. Yeah. I mean, they're going, that has olives in it. Like olives oh, yeah, are kryptonite so, or So then all of a sudden we have to disregard it. I can't eat that. Get that's got here. an olive in it, Dad. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Give me that chili, my friend. That's what I've been eating. What did you watch? Uh, I've been on a, a Coen Brothers kick with my husband. and hey. We watched uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs last weekend. Isn't that funny? Listen, it is a. I love the Coen Brothers. I favorite. felt sick after I watched it, but it was so beautiful. I mean, it is a rough, rough, sad, gut wrenching film, mm-hmm. but boy, is it beautiful. They yeah. nobody does beauty like those guys. Have you seen uh, Inside Lewin Davis? No, I haven't. That, that's this weekend. Yeah. I can't believe you brought that up. It's exactly that's good. what's that's coming a good up film next. As well, yeah, because that's streaming as well. So yeah, Coen Brothers. I mean, you know, holy smokes! Wow, just love them to do. Um, I'm going to sort of jump, uh, jump ahead, but I, this, this hacks me off, but I'm watching it anyway. Oh, uh, on Netflix, there is a guy, his name is Darren Brown, D E R R E N Darren Brown. And, uh, I did not know this. What, what drew me in was the title of the show, which is called miracles. Hmm. And Darren Brown apparently is very well known in the UK as, um, an illusionist, um, a magician, I guess, you know, he probably would disavow that. So he did a show on miracles. And part of his thing as a, as a magician, as an illusionist, is that, you know, he debunks, you know, what you see. I'm going to do something and then I'm going to show you how it's done. Okay. So in the show, Miracles, from a European perspective, he talks often about Americans who believe in Jesus. Oh, aren't they dumb? And specifically, this has really hacked me off, about those who know and love the Holy Ghost. Those are his words. And then he continues to crush and show what he perceives to be American Christians at their church service. Mm. As you might imagine, exactly. the guy knows nothing what he's talking about. Right. But, of course, the audience 
by the hundreds, if not a thousand or more. Ha 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 ha. Oh, so it's an insight into something that, you know, I saw, I was like, I had to watch it. Um, we do ourselves a disservice uh, just by being in the media and Christians open and a scene and the world just willing to mock us, but that's nothing new. And of course we're always our own worst enemy. So that's what I've been watching. I don't know why, but I, I have been Darren Brown miracles. What hacked you off? Well, that hacked me off. Now that you bring that up, John, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'm just hacked off about the school districts around the country right here in Pittsburgh who just don't are, are 100% virtual at this point. Um, I'm annoyed at the teachers union. I'm annoyed at school administrators. I know that it's a complex issue. I live with a teacher. Uh, this is a daily discussion here in our household. I understand the challenges of it and how scary it is and all of that. But reading what I read today in the Wall Street Journal about the suicide uh, rates, um, the kids contemplating suicide. Um, who were in the San Francisco public school district, uh, the unbelievably high number. I mean, it's just like, this is a public health crisis. It's not just COVID. It's getting kids back to school. Right. Okay. I've talked about this before. You know, hacks me off. Me. Uh, Me. Mm -hmm. I can't. (laughs) You can't get away from you. I can't. My sin thing, which of course everyone, I my sin thing hacks me off so much. You can't escape it. You wear your sin like a mm-hmm. cloak, like a, I mean, it just rains down on me and mm-hmm. there you wrestle with it. You work it. You think about it. You pray about it. You talk about it. You, I just, and then you surrender to it and then still it's there, but mm-hmm. always there's Jesus, you know, and his grace and forgiveness. But boy, I hack myself what was the best news you heard this week well listen the the dude who's talking about miracles uh it doesn't know the story or maybe he does know the story i wouldn't care of uh doug jansen doug is a a friend of my uh, nieces maggie lives in long island uh he is a young man i would say his early 40s maybe uh contracted covid maybe 10 weeks ago and has been hospitalized ever since has been on the verge of death. I can't tell you how many times Um, people have been praying for him from all over the world. Uh, It's become a news story in long Island and the, the unbelievable um, witness of faith that his wife and his children have been throughout all of this. And Doug himself, once he was able to communicate again, well, anyway, the best news is that uh, he went home today. So it's the first time he's been home in what? Months, three months, months and months. That's really excellent news yeah. for all those COVID survivors you, who've been on that long journey. Yeah. I'm into that. Uh, best news for me is this. Mr. Ponton, I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. <laughs> uh, you might want to. Uh, uh, take, take we're trying look. to. We're tr- can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, in the- it is. And I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's I'm here live. That's not, I'm not a cat. It's, it's got to be the greatest COVID videos. I mean, everybody likes to hate on the internet because it's a cesspool. But then once in a blue moon, something comes along. It's so a awesome. guy is a cat. And he tells the judge, I am not a cat. But I'm prepared. But we're prepared to go forward. <laughs> I mean, gotta love it. 
It's so ridiculous. I can I can see that. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm not a cat. I mean, that's I'm really good. With it. That's, I'm here live. That's not. I'm not a cat. <laughs> I love it so much. That's good. That's my All best right. news. Next. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Oh, I've just been uh, reading the Gospel of Luke lately, and I was just thinking about um, this today because I read it last night. Uh, this is from Luke 4, and it's when Jesus goes into Nazareth. It's, he's, he has is just starting his ministry, and um, he unrolls the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, and he says this quote from Isaiah, and then he says, this is fulfilled in your hearing. So, But this is this tells us what Jesus is like. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, he said because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and sight for the blind, to release the oppressed and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. How great is that? Here's my good news. Then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper as his partner. So out of the ground, the Lord God formed every animal of the field, every bird of the air, and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, to every animal of the field. But for the man, there was not found a helper as his partner. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Then he took one of the ribs and closed up the place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, this at last is bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called woman, for out of man this one was taken. Therefore a man leaves his father and his mother and clings to his wife, and they become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. It's that time of the year at the Springhouse in 84. It's Dairy Farm Tour time. That's right. We actually invite classes of school children to our real working dairy farm. The children love feeding the calf, milking the cow, and even seeing where the cows sleep and smelling what they eat. Many children today have never even touched a baby calf, nor have they associated the wonderful cow as the source of the milk that they get from the grocery store. At the Springhouse in 84, we are so committed to teaching children about farming and helping them understand how much the city mouse and the country mouse truly need each other. Call 228-3339 or have your child's teacher set up a date for your child's classroom farm tour and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse in 84. Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. 
A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. Get 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off, backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. It's the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for a queen price from brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 during the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. All right. Happy Valentine's Day weekend. We're looking forward to it. A lot of you I know have Monday off, as Mm -hmm. do we, because it's a uh, federal holiday. Uh, John, are you looking forward to anything in particular? Do you have like a movie on tap for this weekend? Have you picked a a meal, like something in particular? You're like, yeah, this is. We're going to go out for dinner somewhere. You are? Mm Mm-hmm. You haven't been out for dinner since COVID, right? No, no. So I'm, I'm looking forward to going somewhere. It's, oh, it's yet to be yeah. determined. It's one okay. of those family decisions. But I'm looking forward to just having a waiter come That's over. That's exciting. Right? Yeah, what the heck? Let's roll the dice, right? All right. Well, I'm looking, f- I'm looking forward to um, the nachos uh, with cheese. I'm going to get at El Campesino this evening. That's my oh, plan for tonight. Are you Trying though? to figure out whether it's going to be fish tacos or beef fajitas for me. Are you inside or you're eating, or you coming nope. home? I'm going to bring it home. Take out. And, and we're going to watch the last episode of Lupin. Oh, the last episode. That's a great show. Highly recommend it. Super excited. Hey, thanks everybody for being with us. Love having you with us. Happy Valentine's Day, and uh, we'll see you Tuesday, God willing. Have a great weekend. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.